We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is up, hotties? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Hot. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time in Matthew Spahnauer and Theo Ash. We have a great episode planned for you all today. We are going to be recapping week five, and we have some key storylines we want to touch on. Of course, we're going to talk about Geno Smith and, you know, just how great he is. Geno Smith to, to open? I thought that was interesting. Of course, we're going to talk about Geno Smith. Of course, we're going to talk about Geno Smith, Smith and the losing Gino effort Smith from made, the Seahawks. Geno Smith the made like six of the best throws of the, of the week. We're going to talk about Geno Smith. Yeah, you can you talk gotta, about Geno Smith, man. <laughs> you can't tell me he wasn't throwing dots today. He was. He was. He was. He was. We're going to talk about Josh Allen and Gabe Davis. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll, of course, talk about Baker Mayfield and oh his Oh, my future. God. <laughs> no, everyone's turning off the podcast right now. Oh, uh, no. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about Jacksonville. We'll talk about the Lions. And the viewership is getting lower and lower. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about why the Rams suck. There we go. Um, talk about why the Bengals. Actually, no, we won't talk about the Bengals because that's the Sunday night game. But, and then, of course, we'll talk about why the Eagles are the best team in the NFL still. But before we get into that, Matt, Theo, how are you guys doing today? I'm okay. I woke up at like 10.30 last night. Um, our fire alarm went off at like 2 a.m. last night. It was one of those nights. Except the, uh, the fire alarm in my apartment complex is not a normal alarm. It's this like inhuman female voice being like, there has been an emergency. Please ev- <laughs> evacuate. It's like very scary. So I walk out and I'm up and, you know, I'm up at like 3 in the morning doing my Hafanga review, the safety for the 49ers and... Then that happens, and my alarm, I'm, I apologize to all my roommates, my alarm was going off for what must have been like three hours this morning, and I slept through it the whole time, and I missed the Packers game, which was very interesting waking up realizing I had done that, because I just needed to Google the final score. Like, it's just a, it's, I guess I'll a, just a, know. I don't need to go through all this. It's a Google result, man. It's like, all right. <laughs> It's loading. Yeah. You got that pit in your stomach. Like, what happened? And then, like, and then they lost to the Tom. Giants. I see the, the final score. And I was like, <laughs> it's really? a tough one, man. 
Well, I knew that. Well, one. the good news is I bet on the Giants, and I'm five and zero in predicting if the Packers are going to win or lose or not. Yeah, that that's good news for you, Theo. But Matt locked the Packers. I told him not to. I said immediately as soon as he did that. I I had a bad feeling about this game. I bet on the Giants to win. Uh, you guys are you guys are far wiser than I am. Well, it wasn't a bad. I mean, you would think, and you I'll go on think. a rant about the Pack. You would think, but sadly, I know Green Bay. And I know games that are trap games for them. If they have to move across multiple time zones and play a team that can run the football, they're going to lose that game 100% of the time. Know this about Green Bay, but I'll go on a whole rant about them later. Yeah, well, I'm sure. It's I'm one of sure the classic we'll... blunders. It's Never one of the, bet the on the Packers when they're in London playing a good running team. An- another it, classic blunder is Or on the West on Coast, the anywhere Browns that's more than two time zones away, football. wherever that might be. But um, yeah. It was just, and then I, I, right before the podcast, I watched the whole game and then like, I, I got to the part where they blew the lead and I was like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> I knew, I knew I was going to be mad and now I'm just yeah. mad. <laughs> now he's just, now he's, just ang- now he's just angry going into the podcast and he's ready to tear our heads off. Yeah. But Matt, Matt, you said you're just doing okay. How, yeah. how can we make, how can we make your day better? Get the Panthers a quarterback, buddy. That's what we can do. I'll, I'll call Good. Matt Rule right now. I'll tell him I'll be in Charlotte tomorrow. Yes, he'll uh, say, I won't. You know, <laughs> you know how the Ben Simmons play where he passes out of the layup on Trey Young in the playoffs, or Bogdan, yes. or whoever the hell it was, is like a defining play for the type of player he is to an extent. Baker Mayfield double clutch. pump intersect, interception was probably somewhat similar. He just does it on every single throw. He is, and this is his biggest problem: is that he has just lost his confidence. He is really when he when he was with the Browns, he was not. I, I refuse to believe it. I saw him play good football with my own two eyes. I know he is capable of it to some extent, but I have never. I've seen and I've seen him like pat the ball a whole bunch, but never. Never getting here, coming back here, and then going for it. So it's... Yeah. Our question that I posed to the group chat is, what's more likely? Is Baker in the NFL in 2025, three years from now? Or is he an actor? What is is more likely? my, My response was, he's already acting like an NFL quarterback. I think that he's a good actor. I think that Baker, I see his commercials, and I'm like, if this dude, if the Hangover series was still going, I would cast (laughs) Baker Mayfield in that. He would be really funny if, like, Danny McBride and Adam Sandler, if Adam Sandler was still making, like, dumbass comedies, which I don't think he's doing as frequently, I'd cast Baker Mayfield in one of those so fast. Like, I think he has a legitimate future as, like, like in some sort of you know what's what's the movie with Zac Efron and he's like in a frat I don't know what I'm thinking of but yeah. like movies with that kind of plot line like Baker would would be great at that and I think that that's where his future lies because his his mechanics are the worst I've ever witnessed from a quarterback it's just so ugly but we've that's all the t- I don't want to talk about the Panthers anymore <laughs> I'm done. And I'm sure Matt, you don't either. 
Yeah, did you, I don't have Matt, any did, strong opinions. Did you watch the Panthers game today? I was talking. Yeah, I, I guess I watched the Panthers game okay. today. They're actually, I, I, as far as worst teams in the NFL go, they're actually not that bad. They're the best worst team ever. No? <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know. I they just could know, be good next I, year. They could be good. They could they're be. not that far off. They can figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess if that's what you have to tell yourself. Well, this is one of the best. Uh, it's worst not teams. even what I have to tell myself. It is true. Their defense is good. Although, saw, although they need a second cornerback. I, yeah. I saw yeah, Terrace Marshall's game. catch at the very end of the game where he mossed someone. Uh, and that's all I needed to see from this game. It confirmed my priors. He needs more playing time. And that's all I'll say. Um, Higgins needs more playing time, too, I fear. Um, yeah. <laughs> no but baker bad sam darnold bad it it really does suck that corral is hurt yes yeah, we've been over this bad. before it's too we bad have. Mo- it, but it yeah 49ers well, the 49ers also played in this game i thought jimmy garoppolo played uh about as good as a game as he has in a in a while since definitely before the playoff run that the 49ers had um Look, we'll talk about the Rams. Cardinals lost today. Like the Seahawks, their defense is just too bad to be contenders. Uh, 49ers, like fans, after kind of a scary start to this year when Trent Williams went down and Trey Lance went down, like it kind of looks like it could be a lost season, but now it looks like they could kind of cruise to a division title here um, with the defense playing like it is. And, uh, and Garoppolo at least playing. He almost threw the the pick to the cover one robber when the safety drops down. He never ever sees that. He never sees it coming and has thrown a million picks that way. He almost did it, but Chin Chin dropped it. But outside of that, I thought Jimmy G played a played a decent game and and the offensive line played all right um, against a uh, a half decent uh, defensive line. Um, this offensive line was one that really could have gotten back rough fast after the injuries they've faced, but so far it hasn't been horrible. So. I think that was my main takeaway. We already knew all this about the the Panthers, but like watching the 49ers these past couple weeks and their defense, like they could pretty pretty much cruise to this NFC West title, I think. I don't think the division is wide open. I think the 49ers are a pretty clear favorite. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, that's probably a better way to put it because like the Rams don't look good. Their offense is like outside of Cooper Cup, it's just not a lot going on there. They just don't have any teams that like totally, completely, completely have no redeeming qualities like a lot of divisions do. It's like right. the Cardinals are not great, but they're still playing. It's like the Seahawks are not great, but they're still playing. And same with the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. The the battle for second place is wide open, but my takeaway <laughs> has been like, yeah, this is this is the 49ers division to lose, which we kind of ex- all expected. I think we all had the 49ers winning right. this division. Um, but with the injuries, that kind of was up in the air. But I think that they kind of shut the shut the door a little bit. And I, I get that it's just the Panthers, but their defense is just so good. Now, they did suffer some injuries as well. Um, their safety, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, tore, tore his ACL tonight. Uh, Nick Bosa left with, a, I think, a groin injury right. and, and whatnot. So, you know, maybe that they're really kind of a banged up team right now. But, man. Like Warner, if and, Seattle, and if Seattle and had Tr- uh, Ward, Traverius Ward, they all balled out. So yeah, I mean, if, if Seattle had a more complete defense, I'd pick them to win this division right now. Like the way that their offense looks with Geno and DK and Lockett and Ken Walker had a good game today. I mean, they're just 
firing on offense. Yeah, I think if we're going to talk about Seattle and transition real quick, uh, I think Gino, I mean, Gino's done enough to where I think it's a, a decent bet that he's the starter there next year. It's been consistent right. for several games now that he's playing at as high of a level as we're seeing a quarterback play right now. Um, DK, Lockett, I, Penny got hurt, and that kills me with a pretty bad ankle injury yeah. that I assume will sideline him for months, if not the whole season. But Ken Walker comes in, and and he rips off a 70-yarder. A like, it's a really good offense. And, and honestly, like... This quarterback class, if they had, you know, the number one overall pick, whether it be from themselves or the Broncos, I could see like, oh, maybe you get Caleb Williams or something like that. But like, I think that Young and and Stroud have enough weaknesses where you're willing to roll with Geno after the way he's looked. And and even if they, even if there was any quarterback available, the way Geno's looked, I don't know if you you move to replace him right now. I mean, but G- Gino's how, how old is Gino? 30, 31, 31, turning 32. You're, tomorrow. you're, if, if Gino, oh, he's turning 30. Happy birthday, Gino Smith. Victory he'll be, Monday. He'll be 32 in about an hour and a half here. All right. All right. Well, I, I don't know. I just think like if he was 35, then I, I would be like, okay, you might be in the clock might be ticking a little bit more. But at 31, I think you feel comfortable enough. You're like, we could roll with this guy for a couple of years even. And you can get, who's the uh, linebacker out of Bama? That's probably who you're looking for. Will Anderson. That's that's probably who's high on your board if you're thinking you might have a high draft pick from Denver or yourself or both. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But um. Yeah, the, the 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 Seahawks. You say they could win this division if if they had a good defense. Like I agree, but they don't, and they're not yeah. going to. <laughs> well, they like, they have some pieces. Like Nawosu's good. Tariq Woolen had an interception today. Um, yeah, but, like they have some pieces, but like a Kobe Bryant was getting cooked left and right. Uh, yeah, and they can't. And and they couldn't Hill. tackle Taysom. Hill. <laughs> Taysom Hill had <laughs> the game of all games. What's the the meme from the MLB where it's like tungsten arm O'Doyle, like has this crazy stat line that you wouldn't expect. Yeah, uh, that's that's the MLB inside joke. And that, Taysom Hill, it felt like a tungsten arm O'Doyle game from him, like a Shohei Otani game from him where he like was returning kicks. He rushed for over a hundred yards and two touchdowns. He passed for a three touchdown. touchdowns. Yeah. He had four total touchdowns. He had four today. touchdowns. Right. He recovered a fumble. <laughs> like he was lead blocking. He was legitimately like as valuable as a player as you can possibly be on an NFL field in this game. Um, Camara looks like he had a little bit more juice. Um, yeah. This is, the first time we've seen him with Andy Dalton and he was a little bit more involved in the passing game because Andy Dalton is not Jameis Winston. He doesn't want to throw it deep every single play. So uh, as long as Dalton is out there, uh, Kamara has, I think, recouped a little bit of his, his fantasy value. So, um, yeah, it was it was definitely a good, exciting game for the Saints rushing attack and how versatile it can be when you've got Taysom Hill. This, I've... I have my doubts on Taysom Hill sometimes, and I've talked a lot of shit about him, but like this is peak Taysom. And, and everybody knows what he's doing, yeah. you know? Like everyone right. knows that he's about, they're about to run like QB power. Yeah, he's just going to run to the outside, get outside the tackle. And for whatever fucking reason, <laughs> like you can just, 
even though everyone knows they're running QP power, like for some reason, Taysom Hill takes it. It drives done. me nuts. Saw, it drives me crazy. But I saw a tweet today. It was like, um, <laughs> was uh, was Sean Payton holding Taysom Hill back? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Payton like, gave Taysom Hill the ball more than. I was going <laughs> to say, didn't Taysom Hill like have? There were times where I was convinced Taysom Hill had dirty pictures on Sean Payton with how often <laughs> Sean Payton got in the rocks. So <laughs> I don't know if he was holding anyone back, but I mean, it's just pathetic by the defense when everyone knows what's going on and you still can't stop yeah. it. So yeah, as far as the NFC West goes, I don't think there are any Super Bowl contenders in here. But um, yeah, certainly some some exciting units, whether that be the 49ers defense, the Seahawks offense, uh, Cooper Cup. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I that was yeah. I don't have much more to say about it. If you watch football, you need Fubo TV. Fubo TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus games in 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. So, watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you can try Fubo TV free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to FuboTV.com slash stay hot. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash stay hot. You're talking about uh, the, the Saints and the NFC South. The NFC South might actually be a wide open division. The 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 Bucks. So normally, when we have games where it's like the Bucks were up twenty one nothing on the Falcons today, right? And the final score was twenty one fifteen. And normally, you look at that game, you are like, okay, well, it really wasn't that close. It was that close. It basically came down to a roughing the passer on Tom Brady. Well, shockingly, roughing the passer kills another end of game because someone got tackled and this can't happen in the NFL. We have to, if, and, and you know, you, you think like, man, why are these defensive players so stupid? Why would they rough the passer at such a crucial moment on such a crucial third down? And the answer is that you can't really control whether or not you rough the passer when the rules don't allow you to hit high or low or put your body weight <laughs> into a tackle. So it's, it's just a complete, you know, whim of the referee. Yeah. But I don't think this division is very wide open. At yeah, all. I don't think so either. I mean, I, if, the, really, if anyone, uh, Panthers are bad, Saints bad. Yeah, that's a, if, bad. if all the teams are bad and but there's one team except for but the Buccaneers but the Buccaneers look beatable the Falcons were able the Falcons I think proved today that the Bucks are beatable this is this is the Falcons just having low expectations I mean the Bucks are beatable for sure but playing it playing a bad team close what they only covered that they didn't quite cover the spread i don't know if that really moves me as far as saying the division's wide open all of a sudden right it's not a, it's not like the 49ers look or not the 49 it's not like the buccaneers just look horrible this season i think they're top no, 10 I, in dvoa they've had a good defense um they're getting healthier yeah. mike evans has just been capital mike beat evans yeah mike evans falling had a this year <laughs> he had a, he had a i'm on i'm on board today. with the mike evans hall of fame take like the way his career is going right now, are, I are people not? 
Yeah, I would say so. I think a lot of people make the case that he's never been a, a top five wide receiver in his career. Um, but like Frank Gore is going to waltz into the Hall of Fame. He's like, is if yeah. you think it's true or not, like Eli Manning is going to waltz it, into it, the Hall of Fame. Like I there, promise there are, you these things are happening. It, it's not It's not always about like whether or not you were a top five guy. I think that argument is like valid for someone like Edelman. But well, yeah. Like, well, Edelman was never a top fifteen guy. Like Edelman was a <laughs> like a but, good but like, role but like, player, not like a star Evans, receiver at any point. Evans has been like the epitome of a consistently great wide receiver. Oh yeah, for for the for like a decade. Yeah, I mean Evans has been a a, a real game changer for them for a long time. You know, like a, a bona fide legit wide receiver one, Pro Bowler. And and right now I would say he's right. playing like a like a top five, top ten wide receiver. He's been fantastic yeah. this year. And and the numbers that he's gonna end up putting up, like the the fact that he's never been below a thousand yards, like we have rewarded lesser careers than that. So he's he's been really good. I've I, I've definitely turned into a Mike what Evans. Is the, fan. What is the longest streak of thousand yard seasons? Does Mike anyone Evans. like know that? Or if Jerry I mean, Rice probably did it. That's what I'm saying. It's probably I don't know. Like, Rice Rice missed a few seasons. Hold on, but um, Jerry yeah. Rice. Well, you guys figure that out. Like, yeah, I agree, Matt. Like, this is not a wide open division where it's like, oh, it's it's really anyone's race. I think the I don't know what the odds are right now, but I would I would put the the Buccaneers as heavy favorites to win this one. But like it, the Falcons today. This was one of the the games I labeled as. Um, one of the ones I wanted to watch for and without Pitts playing and without Cordero Patterson playing uh, and some bad luck for the refs. Like I thought the Falcons did a decent job keeping it close, keeping it in range. Um, there was a great play, a whole shot to, to uh, a third down conversion to Drake London. That was called back via holding. There was some, uh, that was another big penalty outside the Grady Jarrett thing. And, uh, yeah, overall, like to hold the Bucks and and Tom Brady and Chris Godwin was back to only twenty one points. Like, is pretty impressive. Grady Jarrett had a great game. Um, AJ Terrell, I feel bad for because he's been put on a lot of highlight reels with bad plays this year. Like, he's been mossed, he's been trucked, yeah. and like there are some plays that really make him look bad. But I over, I overall, I do think his coverage has been all right. Um, this year, Casey Hayward had an absolutely fantastic pass breakup to Scotty Miller in the end zone. Uh, so like they really fought hard without two of their best players. And, um, I, I think that this Falcons team, like I said, in, in the last episode, I, I don't expect them to come out and beat the Buccaneers, but they're scrappy and, and they're well coached and, and they can, they can move the ball on the ground. They really can when, when they get into it. All, so all I'm saying is if the Buccaneers happened, happened to come in second in this division, I wouldn't be surprised. Who do you think? Wins I, don't then? I don't, I don't know if it would be the saints or the Falcons that managed to just somehow come out on top. It's not the Fal- the Falcons would shock me if they won this division, <laughs> and it would shock you but too. Like, like it, if it, they end this would, year like was. eleven right. and five, the Saints might be able to turn it around. It, it, and today was a good the start. Saints, if the Saints had a ten win season, and you had like a bad stretch from Brady, like it wouldn't. It wouldn't, especially like with him going through a divorce. 
What? It wouldn't be un. <laughs> hey, he's going through his divorce. You're reaching, yeah, yeah. dude. You're reaching, and and the Saints even today is like I'm, they I'm allowed on Brady's thirty. Po- they they allowed over. This was supposed to be the best defense in the league, and they allowed thirty points again uh, to uh, an offense that's been as good as anyone. But still, like you expect the Saints yeah. to tighten shit up a little bit. Uh, Davenport has disappeared this year. Uh, it looks like maybe Father Time might be catching up to uh, Cam Jordan, even though I do think he had a sack today. Uh, like it's, it's, it has that it, for them to be real contenders, they have to have a good defense. They do like Jameis is not yeah. good enough to lead a, an elite offense. So they have to have a good defense. Like today they were able to take advantage of the really poor Seattle defense, but if they're not going to like show some improvement on that side of the ball, they're not contenders for this division. And we haven't seen it this year. So the, the Buccaneers are, are the team to beat here. And I, I don't think that this is a, a wide open division for either the, I think the 49ers and, and Buccaneers will be in the playoffs. I feel pretty confident saying that in week five. Well, we had some hopes for the Detroit lions to make the playoffs. Those were shut down today. <laughs> Those were absolutely obliterated. There was like is, it was like well they have they have the best scoring offense so maybe there's some hope if they play a bad stretch of defenses that they bro <laughs> Belichick had them like in a in a like the fucking fetal position they didn't know what to do on offense. This is a comeback down to earth game for them and it's kind of I, I think the expectations surrounding the Lions is kind of like so interesting right now because. This is the first loss they've had where it's like not a moral victory at all, right? Because it's like they lose the first like eight games of last year and then it's like, okay, but then they win three at the end. It's like, oh, they're taking a big step. Uh, and then it's like this season, it's like, oh, they're, they're this close. And then this game, they were not that close. Uh, I, I think that ultimately Amon Ross St. Brown and – it's like is not enough weapons on offense. Jared Goff also is a quarterback who, at you know, is maybe like getting. You can you can figure some stuff out with him, but he's not really creating explosive plays. So I think their offense being as good as it was, even though I really like the offensive line and the running game has been pretty solid. Their offense is not actually the best scoring offense. This is a four game outlier, and then on defense, now that Aiden Hutchinson is just. Not been what they've wanted him to so far. That front seven is brutal. They didn't sack Zappy one time. They did once, and it was yeah. called back via penalty in the, in the secondary. Yeah, Zapp, Zappy was chilling in the pot. He was he was looking comfortable. They just don't have a pass rusher. Like Aiden Hutchinson and, stinks. I'm sorry, he's not good. <laughs> he can't beat linemen. And their their whole identity is like. Where, you know, okay, everyone's like super like bought in, right? They're like a tough team. Everyone's bought in. And it's kind of hard to maintain that when you like how many losses can you survive before people become not bought in? And if you're going to have like we're a tough team that's buying in as much as possible, it's really hard to not be good in the trenches on defense. Like that doesn't that doesn't fit. That doesn't match. Uh, And obviously that's not like what's really killing them. What's really killing them is just. This is a, a rebuild to end all rebuilds where they're coming from. But yeah, I just think, I just think the Lions are probably in for another. They're not, in, I don't know if they're in for seven wins this season. They can play better than this. So maybe it's just a Belichick thing. Yeah. Belichick is a great coach and, and they only punted twice today, which I think is a hilarious stat 
They only put, they got shut out. They only punted two times. They turned the ball. They were zero for six on fourth downs. Um, there was <laughs> shit. Yeah, it wasn't good. Shit. It wasn't good, man. Yeah, it wasn't good. And the Patriots, like the way they they just manufacture corners out of thin JC Jackson on free dude. agent. They, like it's so, amazing. I'm, player I'm gonna, for I'm them. gonna like, stop. I'm gonna stop most, like predicting like bad Patriots. Like I'm never again because I was like, Oh, well they lost. James. Oh, they lost Gilmore. There's no way. Oh, they lost. They lost JC Jackson. No matter. way. I'm so happy. Jack Jones. That's my boy right there. You're so spoiled in that. Cause you can push agendas for so many players in the NFL because you're, you're a fan of That's two, beautiful. two college football playoff teams that send like a combined 20 people to the NFL every year. Yeah. ASU fan me over here. We got Frank Darby. We got Eno Benjamin. We got Jack Jones and we got Brandon Ayuk, I think. I don't know if Rennell Ren is it's, still in it's, the league. Uh, we, yeah, I, yeah. I got a very precious few, whereas you're like, oh, I've picked too many like I've I've picked too many Ohio State players to win MVP and like there's just too many contenders that have come from my favorite schools. Me, I got Jack Jones. Jack Jones was my like one of the favorite football players that I've ever watched for one of my favorite teams, Packers or otherwise. Jack Jones for Arizona State was so scrappy and locked down and just crazy high IQ. There was a play where he got a pick and was like immediately tackled and he lateraled it for for a pick six like to the guy right behind him. There was a play where uh, he got burned like one or two times at the beginning of a game. I think it may have been against U of A. And like behind us, there were some U of A fans being like, number zero, number zero is getting cooked. And then he, I think he scored like two defensive like touchdowns in that game or something like that and ended up winning Territorial Cup uh, MVP. It was against U of A. Like he just, as a corner, would just rip the, like such a big play machine, would just rip the souls out of people at, at ASU. And I was a little bit concerned. Like I loved him so much, but I'm like, he's a little bit short. He's a little bit old for a rookie. I wasn't sure if he was going to develop or, or like translate to the NFL or if he was just one of those really good college players, but man, everything that he was at ASU, he has been for new England, just these, this big play machine, the click and close ability. Uh, he's a shorter guy, but he went up for a pick today and high pointed that thing over like a tight end. Uh, he, he came off his assignment cause he had eyes on golf. He came off his assignment to come over and make that play. Goff assumed he wouldn't be anywhere near it, but he was. Got both feet down. Just a highlight play waiting to happen, Jack Jones. And I'm so glad that he went to a place where they're so good at developing corners because, man, he's he's been a blast, yeah. and I'm so happy he's translated. But, uh, yeah, the there was a play where there was – it was like fourth and nine, and the Lions went for it. Um, it's Analytics, it, man. And, yeah, it was a little bit questionable there. And, Brandon um, Staley, man. Staley, we'll talk about Staley. Good and uh, <laughs> Judon had what he wanted in this game. Judon was just running Judon around the edge. Judon had a great game. Yeah, and, and knocking Jared Goff off his spot. And if you can knock Jared Goff off his spot, good things will happen to you. So overall, like that was kind of the key. Just there, the, the Lions never took the points. They never took the points. They never played for field position. They couldn't get any pressure. 
And that's how you get a third string quarterback beating you and shutting you out because uh, they didn't make life difficult for the Patriots at all. They they just kind of played right into their hands. And the Patriots tackled really well. There were multiple times, if you watch this game, where like the color commentator just went like, good, ta- good tackle. He would like murmur that because there really was. It wasn't a lot of missed tackles that like yeah. they didn't let them. Uh, it was a very Patriots, very Patriots, a very win. Patriots win. And Ramondre Stevenson is a f- fucking beast, man. Yeah, like he, he was crazy efficient awesome. last year. And there was a play, the the big play, I think, in early in the game in the first half that he went from like the 20, their own 20 to the opponent's 30. Like, I think it was Bugs, the defensive lineman for Detroit. Like, it was power. So there's one pulling guard. Um, pulling guard clears clears out a hole. But Bugs, he was getting down blocked and he just threw his down block aside and had a shot at Ramondre in the hole. And in this very tight quarters, trying to fit through this hole, Ramondre just did a little jump cut very subtly. And then he got his eyes up to the next guy, stiff arm, and then had the speed to split the two safeties. He's kind of stumbling the whole way. But just like a, like in tight quarters, just a very creative, and he runs real low and powerful. Very, very, very dynamic runner. I'm very happy to have him on my on my dynasty team. Him and um, Pierce are my two dynasty running backs, and I'm feeling very w. good about that. And they were able to just lean on lean on Ramondre, and he proved that he can be a bell cow back in multiple different areas. So. The Patriots have lo- have losses to the Ravens and the Packers in Miami. None of those are horrible teams. Schedule lightens up here pretty substantially, I think, uh, over the next couple weeks. And just like last season, I do think that this Patriots team has the potential uh, because they've got a decent pass rush with Judon and, and uh, their corners have all developed well. I think they have a chance to make a little bit of noise here over the next couple weeks. And the Lions, look, they're 31st in defensive spending, right? They still have two first round picks next year, right? Like yeah. this isn't the year. Next year is when they have to be good. Next year is the year, right? You know, so it's not the worst thing in the world that they're bad this year, and their defense, especially, which they haven't invest like really invested in outside of Hutchinson. Uh, but like next year, if they're bad, then it's really time to panic. I'm not the hard knocks feel good story. They were a really good hard knocks team and got everybody excited, but. Everybody got a little bit too excited. I think too I have this team winning six, this is, five or six games or something like that. This is probably a blessing in disguise quarterback-wise to not be good this season. It's just like, yeah, if you had gone and won seven games, what good does that do you? like? So then you got to trade up. I don't know. That would have been tough. So maybe they get a yeah. good quarterback because of this and it works out. But Theo, you're right. The Patriots have a really good stretch coming up. You know, with their defense, they go against Cleveland, the Bears, the Jets twice, and the Colts. Yeah, definitely a lot of winnable games on that. Like, I don't think Cleveland or honestly New York at this point is exactly like free wins or anything. But um, yeah. like, you know, all I mean, the way games. the way Jacoby Brissett always plays in the last like minute, um, it might be a free win. <laughs> If the Browns are, if it's a one possession game and the Browns have the football, they're turning it over. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about that game. Um, <laughs> God, Austin Eckler, dude, rushed for what, 170 yards? <laughs> yeah, some stupid. Eh. <laughs> he had he had an awesome Brown- play. That one where he got grabbed by his face mask and he got spun 360 in the air and kept running full speed towards the end zone. Yeah, I mean. 
here here's the thing with the Browns, man. Here's the thing with the Browns. Their run defense is atrocious. It's like I, I, I mean, you, let, let's let's look at the Browns defense holistically real quick, right? It's like Denzel Ward and Greg Newsom. Those are corners, good players, but those are corners. Then you have Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney. Okay, now those are some high-level guys on the defensive line. Then you have like some fifth-round rookies and Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa. Yeah, who is a small linebacker. They're built. This is the the they skimped on that. They gave this huge contract to Deshaun Watson. They took on Amari Cooper's huge contract. They paid Denzel Ward. You can't do all these things. And also, they've they've paid all their their offensive linemen. You, you can't be yeah. good everywhere. There's there's a place where you need to skimp, and that's right in the middle of their defense. Some of the linebackers and the interior of the defensive line. They're like, we think we can survive that. That's what they the Chargers thought last year, and then they. Could. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the we Chargers can. thought, and it derailed their whole season. It. Yeah. I mean, you, if you score 28 points, I think you should be able to win some football games. And this is, I mean, how many games in a row, or how many games now? I mean, last game we scored 20. But, like, we scored 30 against the Jets. We scored 28 against the Chargers. Lost both of those games. Yeah, right? and I mean, they just made a trade. <laughs> they, they made the most useless trade I've ever seen in my life where they, they traded for Deion, Deion Jones, Jones from Atlanta. <laughs> I, I uh, surely <laughs> a light, fast coverage linebacker who last seen is was not good in coverage. He's not a good run defender. You can't have oh. him and JOK on the field at the same time. You'll have the worst rushing attack of all time. Like those are both <laughs> linebackers under like 220 pounds. JOK JOK has some dog in him to like like he will try and he's a good coverage a linebacker and he he flies around you know but he's but at he's the end not of the day big he's, enough to shed blocks and you you can't like have him really, and JOK on the field at the same time so it's like what is yeah. this I don't know what that fixes for them so I, I, now listen all I Dion Jones do you know what Dion Jones is best known for. So he probably runs like a four point four like forty as a line. He's great in Madden. You All can right. switch he's... him to safety in franchise mode, and then you don't have to like sign a safety. So that that is that is Deion Jones' like best quality is that he's great in Madden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess he's he's fast. He's or at least he was before all the injuries. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's the Browns. Nick Chubb is amazing. Nick Chubb is, r- is really fantastic, but like they have a weakness that is they have one of the worst units in the league, and that's their interior, their defensive line. There's not many units it's, it's really, like really anywhere bad. in the league that are worse than that, and it's just tough to overcome. The, the like we have, we talked about them being this year's Chargers. The Chargers had the second best offense in football last year. Like Herbert played amazing. He had like five thousand yards yeah. and however many touchdowns and. You know, they had Bosa, like Joey Bosa played well and it was healthy and they had Derwin, but you know, people just ran all over them and they missed the playoffs. And when you got Jacoby at the- a quarterback, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same exactly, deal, but it was exactly Herbert, what the Browns look like. Yeah. Like so, to a T. Yeah. It's both crazy. of these teams are not great against the run. And I, but let's talk about this. Okay. Okay. So both of these teams are not great against the run. They were exchanging blows. Both the running backs went off. End yeah. of the game, there's been a bunch of lead changes. 
Uh, Chargers get the lead. It's it's thirty to twenty eight. The Chargers, I believe, are at the forty like yard line or so. I think they're on their Is own side the of Chargers, the field, going the for it on like, fourth down at the end. It's okay, fourth stupid, and two. Yeah. They are on their own side of the field. A field goal wins the game for the Browns, and they went for it. That stupid was. Yeah, it wasn't great. That's crazy. The fact that Cade York missed that, the the biggest bailout in like the history of Brandon Staley moments. If he made that field goal, man, to to, like, I don't know. I mean, to get two yards is like about a like 50 50 proposition. Like, if you get two yards, you probably win that game. I mean, like most most like offensive coaches are thinking, if we don't, if we can't get a yard, we don't deserve a yard, right? right? But I would be so pissed if I was a defender for Brandon Staley, like just setting us up to fail. Really, if I'm if I'm Khalil Mack, you're just setting yeah. us up to fail. You like, saw you saw Keenan Allen's tweet. Yeah, Keenan Allen, what the fuck are we doing? Like, I get that it's, oh, we trust your our offense to get two yards or whatever. But even the wide receivers for the team are like, that was stupid. And yeah. I get that the the numbers say it's about a toss-up and, you know, who really cares? You got to trust your offense to put two yards. But the historical precedent is you you kick the you, – you punt there and you trust yeah. your defense to stop you Jacoby Brissett from marching down the field instead of just giving it to him in field goal range. So – I would punt it there. I get it. Like, oh, pick just pick up two yards. It's not that hard. But like, show some faith in your defense as well as your offense, because it just like to to fly in the face of all historical precedent and go for it in that situation. Like, it makes it seem like you don't trust what every other head coach would trust your defense to do a little bit. And the players reacted <laughs> like on Twitter. They said this was really fucking stupid. Yeah. And I'm sure every defender taking the field when they had, when after that failed was like, he really just set us up like that to fail. Like he, we could have done when they did stop reset. The, the, the Browns, the Browns got 10 yards on that. Right. Drive. They did stop them, but they still had a chance to go and win that game. You know, like they didn't real they didn't really stop them. The Browns just missed a fifty yard field goal. (laughs) Like Right. I don't know. That was crazy. (laughs) That was crazy. (laughs) I I mean we talked about the Patriots had like a very Patriots win today. This was the most Browns loss I've seen in a long time. To literally to have the game handed to you on a silver platter. I think the most brown, when I think of a Browns <laughs> loss, I think like the quarterback play the quarterback plays terrible and they lose by like twenty four. <laughs> I think that's the most Browns. They're not really in a lot of close games in their history. It's just you know they were the worst team through and through yeah. and get dominated. That's to me what I think of when I think of the most Browns loss. It would have been the most Chargers loss of all time. It almost was, but they just like blow it on. They find new and exciting ways to just blow it. But the re- the reason why this is won. the most Browns the Browns the Browns can never have hope if there is ever any hope it must be destroyed all right <laughs> and 
I think the Browns most. I think the if this was a true Browns loss, they'd go into it as like fourteen point underdogs and then just lose because they suck. I think that's like historically. Yeah, they they go into the game fourteen point underdogs and the Chargers would cover. That's the Chargers would cover. That's that's a Browns loss, right? God damn it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Are you missing out on some of your favorite shows because they're only available in a different region? Do you want to up your cybersecurity? Well, let me introduce you to our good friends over at NordVPN. Theo and I have been using NordVPN for quite some time now because we have a large preference for the European version of NFL Game Pass, and they just make it so simple. And using NordVPN, you can easily watch content from all over the world. Now get this, if you go on over to nordvpn.com slash stay hot, you can receive a huge discount on a two-year plan and one month free. Frankly, I wish I had this when I started using it. And not to mention by using NordVPN, you're being more secure while surfing the internet. Well, with Nord encrypting your IP and location so they never get out. Plus, with their new threat protection feature, you can stop worrying so much about malware and intrusive ads. Even if an infected file finds its way on, onto your device, threat protection kicks in and removes the file. And with their 30-day money-back guarantee, there is literally no risk if you're not satisfied. Now go upgrade your internet browsing experience with NordVPN over at nordvpn.com slash stay hot. That's N-O-R-D-V-P-N dot com slash stay hot. <laughs> All right. Yeah, what else but, do we yeah, want to talk about? Can I talk about the Packers else? real quick? I want to yeah, talk a little bit say, more I was going to give you the Packers earlier. Yeah, go go on your... The, uh, the, the question we really need to answer is like, are the Packers just bad? Yes. Or the Giants? <laughs> yes. Or the Giants? Okay. Are the Giants actually good? Because I, I mean, I have. There, it's a there's got to be a little bit of both. It's right? a little bit of both. But the Packers are not a very good football team. <laughs> I rank them outside of my top ten in the power rankings. So many outlets had them at like number five, number four, number three, number two, number one because they're the Packers. They're Green Bay, yeah. and they're three and one. That's one of the best records in the league. Who can you put over them? But. This team is not does not have it. This team does not have high end like a high end ceiling at all. Their passing offense, Aaron Rodgers is getting it out in like 2.4 seconds this year, second fastest in the league behind Tom Brady and just behind Tom Brady and those two are kind of in a league of their own. They they 
they just are, he's not reading the whole field. Not everything is open to them. He's picking, uh, a, he's more dynamic than Ben Roethlisberger was last year. Certainly Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than that, but he's just, it's kind of the same kind of thing where it's like, we're just going to pick a receiver and we're just going to throw it to him. And they just don't have the receivers to, to get open and, and, create stuff after the catch their best receiving option this year has been randall cobb randall cobb was washed on the cowboys like three or four years ago you know like they just don't yeah. have every and the the giants were just playing cover one like at the man coverage in the second half of of this game and they were getting locked like it was 20 to 20 the the giants had just tied it and then they play man coverage and the receivers are just blanketed. Uh, Randall Cobb is getting shut down by, I think it was uh, Rodney McLeod, number 44. Alan Lazard's getting locked up down the field. There's no separation. Like They just don't have receivers that can win. And Rodgers is just getting it out super fast. He's not all of those plays where like Rogers runs around and, you know, by some miracle he buys time and, and throws, they're gone now. That's dead. That's not happening because they don't have the quarterback and Rogers is old. Like that aspect of their, their offense is just gone, you know? And, and where we like, it's, it's just a one pitch, one speed offense. It's it's not it's not dynamic anymore. Uh, like AJ Aaron Jones has a little bit of pop and and or a lot of pop. He has a lot of juice. Yeah. And and AJ Dillon can you know he's he's a solid back and he's not really someone who's going to create a whole lot of explosive plays. But you know he's tough to bring down. But um, the offense is just it's one speed. It's it's not dynamic anymore. And. They thought they could just dink and dunk their way to a good record and have they've invested so much in the defense, the two first round picks, tons of money to to Jair Alexander, a huge extension to DeAndre Campbell, a huge extension to Kenny Clark. It's they have they have allocated all their resources to the defense and they were like, Well, we can just dink and dunk our way down the field, run the ball, short passes, RPOs. That's enough offense. The defense will dominate. This is yeah. not a do- top tier defense. They play that's, zone. Co- that's what I wanted to ask. That's what I wanted to ask you about was like all of you. Okay. This is Daniel Jones at quarterback, right? Daniel Jones is not really elevating an offense. Right? And neither we, is Bailey Zappi. And neither, neither is, is Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. All of, all of the explosive plays that happened today against the Packers from the Giants were Saquon Barkley. Yeah, they he can't had, defend the run. He They're had like, the longest run, 40 yards from Saquon Barkley. The longest reception was 40 yards from Saquon Barkley. And they're not a like, good run defense. They're not a good run defense yeah. this year. They missed ta- last year. They were one of the best tackling units. Things looked like it was turning a corner what? under Joe Barry. This what year they changed. They can't tackle. They 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 haven't been able to tackle. A Quay Walker has looked lost at times, and Devondre Campbell is is you know, looking more like a one hit wonder. Like he's been fine this year, but nowhere near an all pro caliber guy. I mean, you look right. at the, the huge run in the first half, uh, they put Saquon Barkley at wildcat and ran pin pull with two pulling right. uh, linemen. It was a great, great play design. And, and, and the giants deserve a lot of credit for all the ways they've been able to get Saquon Barkley, the ball, putting him in wild car in wildcat gets him extra, an extra blocker because, you know, the quarterback's not really, blocking but when you just give the ball directly to the 
running back that that leaves another guy out there who can lead block for him. So it's been creative, and and they've gotten the ball. Like I cre- credit the Giants to designing some good running plays, but Sills, Stills, number thirteen. I mean, he blocked Devondre Campbell and shut him down. Like the the lineman climbed to to um, Quay Walker, and Quay Walker couldn't disengage. And then you've got uh, uh, Darnell Savage running the alley, and and there's it, you know it seemed like he was maybe trying to force uh, Saquon back inside, and there was just no inside help because both the linebackers got sealed, and Saquon Barkley was able to spill through a hole and and pick up a big gain. Like they haven't been able to tackle. The linebacker play has been bad. Uh, Devon, uh, Wyatt, the defensive tackle they drafted in the first round, he just doesn't play doesn't see the field they've got jaron reed out there number 90 playing three tech his pass rush win rate this year i bet you it's zero percent right just note like number 90 can't make a play dean lowry is like the epitome of mid uh eric stokes hasn't taken the jump you'd expect and even if they he did they don't play man coverage they don't man up you've got rasul douglas and stokes and jair like you would think you could play cover one you know bring an extra guy into the box have numbers against the running game and be able to lock teams up. That's not what they do. It's zone, zone, zone. We're going to let them kill us with death by a thousand cuts. You guys could take the short pass and they're not good at playing zone. There's guys wide open all the time. Like the amount of wide open crossers in this game, uh, Saquon Barkley had a huge uh, reception late in the game where like just no one picked him up. It's been like that. Like every week this year, I guess, except for the uh, outside of the, um, the Patriots game where I thought they did a pretty good job, but you, we all remember Justin Jefferson just being wide open all day against him. These crossers yeah. being wide open. You're playing the New York giants. There is no, there is no Kenny Galladay. He stinks. All right. Kadarius Tony is hurt there. There you've got the, maybe the best trio of cornerbacks in the league and two good like safeties or they were good. At least I don't know about any more, but, and you're just not gonna play any man coverage against them. And you're just going to let them be open because you're, you're not really all that solid in zone. And, and Daniel Jones is just going to pick you apart all day. Like, it's just they're they're playing this very, like, high floor, low ceiling type of defense. And they're like a middle of the pack defense when they have the personnel to be a, a, a high quality defense. They really do if they wanted to play like New England. If you gave Belichick this personnel, <laughs> like... Yeah, Belichick would go cover one all the time. He would actually have Wyatt in there and they would like melt teams faces off. Joe Barry is just like, we're just going to try to prevent the big play. And it's just death by a thousand cuts. And you're, you're letting Saquon Barkley there. They're one of the worst ru- running defenses in football this year. They're not good at it, despite their high on talent. And it's like, some of the the fronts don't make sense and there's just wide open bubbles like in the B gap or a gap for, for teams to hit Daniel. There was one where just no one was in some gap and Daniel Jones saw that just, it was a pass play, but he just took off because there was absolutely no one in the middle of the field and picked up a first down clutch moment, like uh, coming out of the the halftime. It was like two, it was, Two 10 plus play drives for the Giants that took like seven, eight minutes off the clock. Uh, the Packers only got three drives in the entire second half, I think. So, like, the defense needs to be way better than it was. The offense, like, like, 
fine, whatever. It's, you, it's we it we kind of know what the receivers, offense is. Right? Matt, Matt and I were texting in the group chat while you were asleep. We're like, oh, here goes another Christian Watson, <laughs> Christian no, Watson actually, jet sweep. <laughs> I actually want to talk about this. I think I get it. I think that's such like a deeply unserious thing to do like four times in a game <laughs> because I, and, it, and it's just the type of, if you have a prospect and you have to tell yourself like, well, he's great. He's, you know, he, he's obviously going to be able to create explosive plays. The one problem we're going to have to work hard to get him the ball. Right? That player isn't any good. Okay? No, he's not good. You, it, it just, it breaks up the offense because you can't just like, it's not like he's just out there running routes every play, part of every play. And like when he breaks one off, when he gets open, Rogers can go and hit him. It's not like that. It's like, you have to pause the offense and say, okay, this time, this play is going to be the, the Christian Watson play. Here's the ball. I mean, they might as well just run him out of the backfield. And look, when he, he scored a touchdown on one of these today, and I get it, man, like, you see him run with the ball. Last like, week, shit. I think. Last but, week, I think he tore, scored the oh, touchdown. Week, right. Yeah. Yeah. And you, well, you see it, right? But it's they like, fucked up how the many draft. times can you pull that one out? They fucked up the draft. They fucked it up. Like, Quay Walker, I think that Quay Walker can be a good player. Like, I don't think Quay Walker has been absolutely no positives, like, terrible this year. But the, the Wyatt pick... He has not seen the field. He, I didn't even notice him out there when I rewatched the game today. I'm sure he was out there for a small handful of snaps. I think he had like seven plays last uh, against the Buccaneers. Um, I'm not sure what it's been. He's just not out there. He's not a part of their their team right now. Very, he's up there maybe just a small handful of snaps a game. So they're getting nothing out of their first round pick in a season where their window is like it's closed right now, but it's like you can talk yourself into it being like this open and you're just not getting any, you drafted that you traded Devonte Adams away for nothing right now. Right. And Christian Walker was never watch Christian Walker. I have politics on the brain. Jeez. Coming uh, into this game. Christian the, Watson uh, can't, uh, can't run routes. Wyatt. I was, yeah. Go, I was how, say what, are, what are his snap count? What, what percentage coming plays? into the, coming into this game, he has played. He had played thirty-eight snaps. Yeah, 28, he, he 28 on defense, <laughs> ten on special teams. All right, does, yeah, yeah, does he t- have? <laughs> so does he have more rushing attempts than catches? He must. Oh, Watson! Watson? Oh, he must. <laughs> and that's like literally watching him at NDSU. I wrote him off as just like Marquez Valdez Scant. Like he's not a route runner. He can't track the football. That's his big problem. And you saw it right off the bat, first play. Like he drops that big that big play from Rogers. Yep, he just cannot. He's just not someone who's comfortable playing receiver. Like he's not. He's an athlete at this point. He's just an athlete. He's not a route runner. He's not like a natural catcher of the football. He's an athlete. They just drafted an athlete, yeah. and it's like <laughs> Dubs is like a natural wide receiver, but he's not like or Dobbs. I he's on the yeah, team, and Dubs, I keep fucking Dubs. up his name. But uh, Dobbs is like a natural this, wide receiver, but he's not someone who's Watson, like crazy dynamic. So Christian Watson is like that guy the Eagles had on their practice squad, the hurdler. Yeah. And honestly, he might be better. <laughs> well, he's not in the league right now. What, so if, if, what if Usain Bolt played <laughs> football? What would that look like? Probably. That's Christian Watson. Probably a bunch That's of jet Christian sweeps, Watson. I'm afraid. A bunch of jet, jet sweeps and like NGS, like if you sort like top fastest ball carriers you'd be on there but like you know he's, 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 they just messed it up they messed it up they should have they sh- if they shouldn't have picked wyatt like if you want to draft quay fine you have two six five like freak athlete linebackers i get it fine i liked quay walker's tape in college too but 
like Wyatt, I didn't like, he was one of the people that I just didn't want him to draft and they drafted him and he's not playing. And like there, there's a time where you take the receiver or something where you trade up or whatever it is. And then Watson, I didn't like, and the Packers are no strangers to drafting players. I don't like, they do it every year. And plenty of them have been all right. AJ Dillon and, and Eric Stokes, like these are not busts, even though I was mad at them when they picked them. But this year, like I was right. These were not the picks and they messed up the draft in a year where like they were this close to the Super Bowl, like for the past two years in the NFC championship game, they lost Devante and they did not receive like they received maybe equal value for him in terms of the cap space and the picks they got but they didn't pay up, pay off those picks with equal value. So they're just a much worse team, which with much worse juice. I, maybe they make the playoffs. Maybe they, maybe they win, get in the wild card game, but this is not a team that's going to oh, win a, win a playoff game. Now the giants, the giants, like I said, like they deserve some credit. Like Andrew Thomas has been playing fantastic. Uh, the defense has been really cool. like wing Martindale has done a good job. Like I thought they would just get, torch through the air playing man um, and blitzing all the time because I didn't think they had the corners to hold up. They've been one of the best teams in the league defending deep shots, right? Like their safety play, Dory Jackson, like like everyone has been, you know, doing their part. Um, uh, Dex, which one is there? Dalvin Tomlinson left to go to the Vikings. Dexter Lawrence stayed. He's having like a career type of year. Their defense like has been quite good this year saquon is obviously we talked about him in the in the last episode in the mvp and offensive player of the year section he's been great andrew thomas has been great there's been enough right. there the culture is good they're playing hard so that like are they a good team yeah i would say like they're not near the bottom of the league like it's not like they're four and one and and 30th in dvoa or 30th in epa they're they're like probably middle of the pack and they might be even up after this game they might be even above, be even above average in these in these statistics. Right. So, do they have the high end talent to go like win the Super Bowl like the Bengals did last year? After I don't think they have that. I don't Probably think not. they have that kind of ceiling. But they're certainly a like a well run, well coached football team right now. That that's going to be a tough out for anybody. I like. I think I don't think that they. <clears throat> there's a chance wanna, they miss w- the playoffs. There's a chance they they don't end this year like <laughs> like as one of the best teams in the league, like they are right, right. now record wise, but they're, they're, they're not a bad football team. That would be unfair to call them that right now. So, yeah, I, I want to, we were going to do this game with the Rams, but I want to do it with the Packers and I'm just going to do better or worse. Right. Um, and we'll start with the Rams. So Theo, you taking the Packers? Who would you take? The, right I now, think the, the Packers, Packers the could beat the Rams. <laughs> like Gary and Clark and Preston Smith, I think would be like, I have faith in the pass rush against, like, I think the Rams offensive line is just kind of a death knell. I don't think the Packers. I There's think a the reason Packers, I locked the Cowboys against the Rams. Right. Like, we feel no comfortable. You wouldn't have locked the Cowboys against the Packers. Yeah, you would. Right. I don't think you would have done yeah. that. No, I think, I and I thought it was a, like once you did. I thought it was safe to bet the the Rams and, like <laughs> lock the Cowboys against the Rams. Like I considered I, doing. I, I mean, it I, I had people comment. They were they were like they're like I can't believe Bladen locked a six point underdog. Uh, and I'm like I, trust. <laughs> my biggest my biggest bet of the week was Cowboys money line. Like 
I wouldn't w. do that again for the Packers. I think the Packers are mid. I think the Rams, the Rams. I think the Rams. Like, I think their offensive line is just, situation is just horrible. Like, it's the Packers don't have any unit that's like the worst in the league, and Fair. the Rams really might. So I think the Packers are maybe better than the Rams at this point. Matt, what are you, you taking the Packers over the Rams yeah, too? Packers. What about the Vikings? You already lost to them once. You're still taking the Vikings. I mean, I mean, how can you not? The Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings beat them, and the Packers have looked <laughs> worse than the Vikings since. Neither look like since. Super Bowl contenders, but I think I got to take Minnesota, Tennessee, Packers. I'll be attending the Packers Titans game. <laughs> uh, Are you really in November? Yes, I'm. I'm making. Okay. I haven't been to Lambeau since 2017. Um, so I'm, I'll be there in prime time on Thursday night in uh, okay. mid November. And it'll I'll, be cold. Yeah, it'll be cold, but it's the it's the Packers. It's it's Lambeau. Yeah. If you dress in layers, it'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's football weather. Yeah, the Titans, man they they had a very real chance of losing to Washington. I'll say the Packers are better than I. If the Packers were in the AFC South, I think they could win the AFC South. <laughs> I'll say that. So okay. I, I'll say they're better than the Titans. So you also think they're better than the Jaguars? Sure, I. The Jaguars <laughs> scored six points on the Texans today. I would. They Fair made enough. me look. They made me look stupid and silly. So I'm not giving them yeah. any credit. Matt, you taking Green Bay over Jacksonville? Yeah. Uh, well, I can't say the Giants. They just lost to the Giants. I mean, I think uh, the Giants are better than the Jags. All of a sudden, damn, that's a big. That's a big switch from where my power. <laughs> that's rankings a big were. swing. Um. <sighs> Yeah, it's tough out here. Patriots. Full strength Patriots. I think the Patriots are are better on defense. They're better coached. Uh the play calling makes a little bit more sense. Like they uh, Bailey Zappi almost beat them and took them down to the literal last second. Yeah. So like the Patriots, yeah, I think you, the, you have like you have a quarterback that they actually let throw the ball. Get back to me like, in yeah. about three <laughs> weeks. I think the Patriots are about to go on a little bit of a run. Uh I think that those two teams are pretty even. <laughs> I think those okay. two teams are pretty even, sadly. Fair enough. Matt, how, how yeah. are you feeling about? Yeah, I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd take the Packers. They just beat them. Yeah. They're like the same. My, They're like what, the what same. About my, what about my Cleveland Browns? What about my Cleveland Browns? Oh, well, the Browns would find a way to lose. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd take the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck both of y'all, man. I, I, I really hate you. Like, Sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean it actually. Uh, and then lastly, our our darling child MVP Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks. They taken down Green Bay. I think that'd be a dog fight. <laughs> I think Green Bay. I think I'd take the Packers though. The Seattle defense is just worse than either. The I think. <clears throat> I think I would take Seattle. I don't think the Packers' offense has the legs. They don't. They don't have the legs to to beat Seattle's putrid horrible I, defense. Listen, I, I I get Seattle's defense, but like, I don't know, man. But that's the thing. Is I like, know. I think any team that's like, well, mid. Is, like, okay, is Seattle? Do you think Seattle's mid. defense? Where does Seattle's defense stand um, compared to the Giants? Do you think? way worse? Way worse? Way worse? Oh, way worse. Easily way worse. What about their offense? I would say their offense is 
probably better. Their offense is better. But here's the thing. Like, the Packers, like, this matchup specifically was bad for the to defend the Packers a little bit. This was a multi-time zone game, which, they, like, I knew the <laughs> Packers would suck in this game. This is just the type of team the Packers lose to. Like, it would depend on the situation that they played the Seahawks in. But I don't know. The, the Packers are a mid-team. I think they might be the best mid-team. But I just don't think that they're contenders this year. So I've, that's my whole rant on them. They're mid. Right. They're a good. They're they're in the high end of mid, but they're still like when it comes they're, down to it, yeah. mid. And um, yeah. how much time do you think you spend looking at a screen? Because between my phone, laptop, monitors, TV, iPad. I am on a device looking at a screen effectively 24-7 from the time that I go to bed to the time that I wake up and go to class and I'm watching football games all the time. I spend all day long on an electronic device. But the truth is, whether it's working on your computer, watching TikToks before bed, that amount of blue light can be horribly damaging to your eyes. And studies have shown that exposure to blue light from these devices can lead to headaches, eye fatigue, blurry vision, and even trouble sleeping. But worry not. I'm happy to say that our friends over at Felix Gray can help. Their blue light glasses filter 15 times more blue light that can make screen time tough on eyes and disruptive to sleep. Still not convinced? Well, what if I told you that I'm wearing these glasses right now and by wearing some Felix Gray glasses, you could instantly get to looking just as drippy as I am. I mean... Look at me, man. I look sick. And I always get compliments whenever I wear them just because, you know, they just they fit my face really well. They just frame me so, so perfectly. And Felix Ray does a great job of that. So if you want the best prescription or non-prescription blue light glasses on the market, use our URL, felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. felixgrayglasses.com slash stay hot. Well, I guess that really only leaves one team to discuss, and that's the best team in the NFL once again. The undefeated the Buffalo Bills Eagles. averaged 10 yards per play against the Steelers. <laughs> so if we're talking uh, about the best team in the NFL, I think that they pretty soundly regained I, that uh, title. The Eagles, the Eagles undoing will be Jalen Hurts can't throw over the middle of the field. <laughs> J- Maybe <laughs> they threw a million screens today to wide receivers. It was, I think, three yards per attempt um, for them <laughs> for Jalen Hurts in this game. It was just nothing but dink and dunk. Uh, the blitz took away a lot of the running lanes. Like obviously, you know the you know the 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 Cardinals are going to heat you up a little bit. So they're like, well, let's get the ball out of Jalen Hurts's hands quickly. Let's get it to the outside. There's going to be one-on-ones yeah. there because all the linebackers are blitzing or whatever. And, um, you know, it was just kind of an inefficient day for the offense, kind of a frustrating day for the offense. Kyler had enough scrambles for this to be a Kyler, please save us potential W. Um, and Zach Allen played is his blade really, really well this season and, and really given the, yeah. the Cardinals front seven for them to not be like the worst team in the league, they needed some breakouts in that front seven. And Zach Allen is is filling that void. And Byron Murphy's been playing pretty well. So like the defense has been a little bit better than I expected in, in Arizona. Um, but 
at the end of the day, like it's still just kind of a, a Kyler, please save us offense. And yeah, it was just, it was, it was one of their best rushing attacks. It was probably James Conner's best game of the season. Um, but overall yeah, still, it's just a very, very frustrating, uh, roster with a lot of holes in Arizona. But if we're talking about the best team in the league, it's, it's the bills today. I want to talk about the, well, bills okay. First of all, the, the bills, the bills played, who is in that secondary for the Steelers right Levi now? Levi Wallace, probably Minka Fitzpatrick, your defensive player yeah, of the year. You have, you have like, I, I'd say you have like two, maybe if you count Alex Highsmith, maybe you have three Look, good players on that. If the right Eagles now. did what the Bills did to the Steelers today, you would be probably like running around the <laughs> town naked. Like, <laughs> The bill, like uh, maybe, maybe, and I and like I love the like I love Josh Allen. I love Gabe. I was I was preaching Gabe Davis all off. Like I I get it, <laughs> but I want to talk about the Eagles, the best team in the NFL. You can talk. You can have. You can have the Bills. Like they're in that conversation too. Kansas City's in that. Kansas City's in that conversation too. But your again, your Eagles, the Eagles faced faced they faced some some adversity in this game and they overcame they, it. This is that this is not the and this is not the first time they've done it. We we've talked about this before. The Eagles consistently proves that they can win in a variety of ways, whether it be facing adversity, whether it be just running away with a game. They they've shown that they can win they can in a score variety a lot of, of points. And they can score a lot of points. And they can not score a lot of points. And they can win no matter what. Like they can win by one, <laughs> two, two. They can even win by, They can win in a variety of different ways. Hey, you one know point, you know who can't. You points. know who can't win by one point. The Cleveland fucking Browns. All they right. lost by two. <laughs> they did, no. and all they needed was to hit one field goal, and they would have won that game. Speaking of hitting one field goal to win a game, <laughs> good lord, what a, what a, what a uh, train you took that take on from Eagles to Browns to Justin Tucker. You covered all bases. I did cover all bases. Those are the three. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> the the big, that's the big three. <laughs> That's a big three of blatant takes. <laughs> but Matt, no, the, Matt, e- the Eagles, <laughs> Matt, I really do Eagles, want to. <laughs> <laughs> I really do want an apology with tears about Justin Tucker. <laughs> apology you'll never, with tears. You'll never get it. You'll never get it. It's the principle. Every every single week, I tweet out like three times on Sunday. Like, man, if only this team had Justin Tucker. It happens every week. Yeah, because you're. Yeah, because it's 31 teams, and if any of the kickers ever miss, it's like. I'm right. See, they're not always. It'd be like if I said, I don't know, like some like mid quarterback who didn't throw interceptions was the best. And then every time like a quarterback threw an interception, I was like, oh, dude, see, I don't know. I don't know. Justin Tucker, 58 yard field goal this week and a game winner. 51 last year, 56 the week before that, 51 the week before that. A perfect, a perfect. He hasn't missed yet. And he never, he mess. never will. No, he won't. He's not he missing. Never He's never missing. He's going to mess. Okay, if if Justin Tucker retires and he's like, like what 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 would we have to get for an apology video? This what, is, what is this is the thing about nothing. Tucker and why he's <laughs> a top five player is because no other quarterback or no other quarterback, no other kicker in the league would we have this conversation. He's going to miss one day. Just wait and see. <laughs> All the Just other kickers wait. have missed already. All of them, except for 
or they're hurt because like Butker. But um, yeah, he's the only like one day he's going to miss and you're going to be wrong. <laughs> no other kickers are this consistent where this conversation is like worthy of it. Boswell comes close. He missed two today and he's like kicking like 75% this year. He's been horrible. Like yeah. it, it couldn't, couldn't be JT, but um. Anyway, but back to back to the Eagles. Back to the Eagles. Yes. Jalen Hurts looked. I Jalen Hurts made a cup or he had one pass that I thought should have been intercepted. I thought it was. Um, he just like didn't see the linebacker drop. I can't remember who it was. Well, it was the safety. The it was the safety. It was, was it the Jaylen safety? Thompson. Yes. Okay, but he just did, he didn't see him, and should have been an interception. But I think they said he dropped it. They did. Um. Yeah. But he had he had some really nice throws early on, rolling to his left. Yes, and, I mean through an absolute dot. I think that was to Devontae. And he hardly he ever couple- does that. He hardly ever th- rolls to his left. I think that that's something that really he borderline like hadn't done this season is throw when he escapes the pocket to his left. Yeah, um, that looked like to, that looked like a Justin Herbert throw. It did, like rolling to and like twisted his shoulders and just let that shit yeah, rip reset his <laughs> reset his hips and made a nice throw uh it's and a lot of quarterbacks struggle right-handers struggle going left if you yeah. watched i think it was mic'd up uh or something like that about the seahawks when they played russ uh they made a very conscious decision to force L- russ to his left because he's historically not as good over there uh for so that was that that's why that throw really stuck out to me is is he was scrambling left a lot of screens for the Eagles in this game, his throw chart is hilarious. Uh, if you look at it, it's like nothing, like nothing in the middle of the field. It's like except for one that should have been intercepted. It's like fifteen dots, like at the line of scrimmage to the left and right. It was a lot of a lot of screens against the blitz. That was uh, that was the Eagles' answers. We're just going to throw a million wide receiver screens if you're going to blitz us and it was not a very effective strategy against the cardinals um and that's why they struggled uh but hey when jalen hurts can run for two touchdowns you can still get out of there with a win i i I really am interested to see how he does in the playoffs i'm excited for that i think i don't know it's like because going into this season there still is you know maybe he's not you know He's coming along still. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm interested. I mean, I think everyone can recognize like he is he is he is significantly more accurate than he oh, was yeah. a year ago. He's definitely improved. Like, he's definitely improved. But it's uh, my my question. I don't want to. I don't want to be one of those guys where it's like he has one bad playoff game and then it's yeah. like oh wow the playoffs <laughs> with like no like explanation. Uh, but I, I guess maybe a better question is like where is his ceiling? Because like we said, like he just keeps getting better. When does that stop, or is he going to be like forty-five <laughs> years old and scoring a touchdown every play? Well, he—I mean—he's the next Tom Brady, right? That's that's the reality. Right. Uh, he just gets better with age, right? We're talking about the TB twelve method. In you know ten years, does he know the method? Talk about the, does he know the method? He's going to be talking about the JH one method. Uh, <laughs> it's just—it's the truth. Um, he only gets better now, but I mean, the playoffs are like. The the one thing I would I would think is like, who are the teams that are most likely to stop the Eagles in the playoffs? Teams with like really good run defenses, teams that can blitz really well, teams that can you know apply a lot of pressure onto Hurts. And I think those teams would be like maybe Dallas. Mm-hmm. I can think of Dallas as a, a potential team when they get Dak back. I think of Tampa 
you know, they, that's, they were able to beat him up last year in the playoffs. So, I mean, there's definitely a world in which this team can't succeed in the playoffs, especially when you look at, like, their schedule is cake. <laughs> their schedule yes. is cake. Um, but they play Dallas twice. So, I mean, that should give them a little bit of an idea. Yeah, those will be... Of, of, for once, for once, the NFL spoon feeding us <laughs> NFC East games in prime time is actually going to be worth something because it's oh, actually bro, an interesting. Eagles, vision. Eagles, or Eagles, Cowboys in prime time is going to be great. That's going to be a great game. Yes, I'm excited for that. Hertz attempted 14 passes uh, behind the line of scrimmage in this one. He attempted 12 within 10 yards. Uh, only one over 20. So definitely a more conservative yeah. game plan from the Eagles here. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just just not a super efficient, dynamic offensive performance from them. But, you know, they, they limited big plays from the Cardinals as well, for the most part, outside of the, the, the Hollywood Brown, uh, that whole like crazy highlight. But nothing yeah. too far down the field for Kyler Murray either. He was killing him on the ground a lot of QB draws and whatnot that, that kept the chains moving. But overall, like they they, the pass rush wasn't really getting home. Like it usually is for the Eagles. Kyler had a lot of time to scramble around and, and make plays. So that's something to maybe keep an eye on is, is hurts over the middle of the field and the pass rush, which looked a little bit more suspect this week, but you're not every team, even the best teams in the league are going to look dominant every single week. They're going to have down week. games. Yeah. They're going to lose at some point. The Eagles are not, Going to go seventeen and zero and win the Super Bowl. You're wrong. They're going to lose at some point. Um. <laughs> it's allowed. You're going to have tough matchups. You're going to have tough games where you can't get things going the way you'd like. Uh, but when you can still win those, you get closer to that first round bye, and you can delay yep. that Jalen Hurts in the playoff thing one more, one more week. <laughs> but um, at any rate, like yeah, I they're they're one of the tier one teams. But the other one is the Bills. I want to touch on them real yes. quick because they had over ten yards per play. In this they game, throttled the Steelers ten yards per play, per play. Every time they were snapping it, they were picking up a first down on average. Yeah, <laughs> six best mark in the modern That's era. Awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the 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 touchdown to Gabe Davis, the sixty yarder. There were I was like, about to say which one? <laughs> yeah, the deep one. Uh, the sixty yarder <laughs> where he where the he deep one. yeah the really deep one. <laughs> Like I think it was Dawson Knox or some tight end was like wide open there, and and Stefan Diggs was open over the middle, and like this was just a clear out route that was designed to take the top off the defense, and Allen threw it anyway. It reminded me a lot of the Gabe Davis touchdown in the playoffs, the deep one against the Chiefs, if you guys can remember the like yeah. crazy long one where it's like that ball should never ever ever be thrown just because like who has the arm strength to do that. Josh Allen, does, Josh Allen does, and I think he put himself maybe back in the in the driver's seat for MVP with this one. That was he had 370 yards at halftime. <laughs> yeah, he finished the game with 424, four touchdowns, and he led the team in rushing. Um, if they wanted to, I think he could have beat Norvon Brocklin's record. And as far as um, the or was it YA Tittle? I don't remember who has the all time. It was some old dude. But uh, as far as the Steelers go, their season's over. They've they're entering the toughest stretch of their schedule. They pr- failed pretty so miserably. The season here. is over. It is. Pick it through <laughs> over fifty passes against a top defense in the league. 
you know, it didn't go as bad as maybe it could have gone. Yeah, he 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 had 300 yards, though. He had a lot of yards. He didn't take, like, a crazy amount of sacks. So, like, yeah. like even though they only scored three points, I guess, like, it could have been a bigger disaster for Pickett than it was. But he just he just ran into a Bills team at the peak of their powers. And the Steelers ain't good. Sorry, Steelers fans. But uh, yeah. that was just a shellacking of the highest order. And... <laughs> I don't know if you guys have was, any other thoughts on that game, but it was yeah. The Steelers uh, don't look good, um, which warms my heart. You know, I love when the Steelers are bad. You don't like them. You're a Browns fan. <laughs> As a yeah, they're very close. They are a couple missed kicks away from being zero in five. Right? They only beat the Bengals because. Wait, did McPherson miss kicks in that game? I don't remember. Huh. But crazy how much kickers impact the game and how a high uh, level uh, kicker, how the best kicker could completely change your team. Daniel think- Carlson has been hitting field goals at a higher percentage over the last three years than Justin Tucker. But Daniel you guys Carlson, would never even Daniel Carlson should get some bitches. What's the oh, average yeah, what's his average depth even, of what's the average depth of field goal? What's his dude, what is his field I, goal dude, percentage? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to look it up right now. Oh really? What's, his well, what's, what's the wind conditions been like? Well, I'm dude. just thinking about I'm just thinking about Tucker hitting like a 50 plus yarder every week and I don't know if if Carlson's not doing that like he's not in Tucker's league. Whatever. So. But uh anyway, We'll see the Chiefs tomorrow, but Bill, yeah, once again, Eagles, Bills, Chiefs look like the top three, and then it's a whole lot of mid below it. And I think that's my main takeaway from week five. Daniel Carlson has hit two field goals this year over 50 yards. Tucker's hit more than that. (laughs) Has Tucker hit three? Last year, year, Carlson went six for seven from beyond 50. Tucker was perfect. On how many attempts? Okay. What? Tucker's got the distance. Tucker's a 99 over. At the end of the day, Tucker is a 99 overall player. It, that's that's what it comes down to. He's a 99 overall kicker. No one would complain if the if Madden made him a 99 overall kicker. And if you were to sort by all I'd players overall no, top mad. to bottom, nope. he would be number one with with all of them. You would not be mad. There is no you reason would. to be mad at Tucker 99 overall. Tucker should Tucker should also be like able to hand the ball off in Madden. That's <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that's, I don't that's have anything pitiful. To say. No, I don't. Have Matt, you I'm you done. stitched that video, bro. You stitched the video of me. Uh, you got Jameis Winston tr- slid. Theo, did you see that? Jameis Winston slid, got up. This was like on third down in the fourth quarter, like game on the line. I'm down three. He slides, gets up, and just walks for a first down. <laughs> and I'm just like... Jameis is different. Jameis is different, I guess. Anyway. But uh, anyway, any at any rate, I think that pretty much wraps things up for us. We will recap the Sunday night game and the Monday night game on our Tuesday live as well as we will recap at this point in time, the stay hot locks. We'll talk about our fantasy team a little bit. So you can guys can get a little bit of a holistic view on those kind of things. That'll be on the Tuesday live on our YouTube. So make sure you subscribe to that, turn on notifications. So 
you get a notification when we go live for that. But as always, thank you all so much for tuning in. And until next time, from Corn Boy, Bird Boy, and Lemon Boy, we will catch you all on the flippity flop. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.